Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to another edition of the Views from the Friend Zone podcast. It's your boy, Real Talk Mall. Who I got in the building with me? Sensei in the building. What up, people? It's your boy, Cliff Brock now. What's going on? My name is McGregor. And trainer Leonard Smith. Yes, 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 y'all. Happy Sunday to all my Boricuas out there. Enjoying hey. the parade, do your thing, you know what I'm saying? Hey, mamacita. I, I haven't did the parade in such a long time. I think Forever, like oh four, oh five, something crazy like that. When's the last time you did the to parade? parade no more. <laughs> my <laughs> wife is Boricua. I should be allowed to go to the parade for the rest of my life. It's been a few years. It's been a few years. You I ain't know. Go since high school. Since high school, I've been there. Couple years ago. Yeah, I made my runs. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, so shout out to y'all. Be out there. Be safe. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, this week is, you know, kind of, it's been kind of a somber, somber week. You know what I'm saying? We had three tragic deaths. We had, you know, Kate Spade. We had Anthony Bourdain. And we had. Yeah, he was a, a chef. He did CNN. He was real cool. And then we had LeBron James' career in Cleveland. Oh, my God. That was the third death. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, three deaths. Uh, to me, awful. to me, that hit home. You know what I'm saying? That hurt. Hold on. That was a tragedy. You know what I mean? I, I got to keep it 100. I'm one of the people who's on the LeBron's the GOAT train. Yeah, and I had, to, I had to slow the train Thanks. down like, yo, we got to regroup. You know what I'm saying? We can't have that conversation <laughs> right now. We got to go back and build back up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or not, you know what I mean? No, he's great. Like, great and goat is two different conversations. Change. I gotta be a honey. Okay, you know what I'm saying? You know. I got him as the goat. Team sport. Yeah, you still got, got him as a goat. I mean, goat is not a. You team know what title. it is? I, I think I, I heard Jay Jay Z say one time where you could die young or li- live long enough to see yourself it's be a tough. villain. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, yo. If he had stopped, if he had stopped after they got that first chip in Cleveland, because he did what he did in Miami, then right, he could have been a legend. He could have left yeah. it alone. What you know what I'm saying? Hate him now. I mean, come on, you still winning games. And, you, and still, you said you that's, that's perfect because I always tell people this. We're gonna get into the show, but we gotta have this little conversation. <laughs> nah, I, listen. I always tell people this. LeBron James to me is a better player than Michael Jordan, but Michael Jordan had the better career. You gotta be able to differentiate the two. Right, because your career also involves the teams that you won, the story, the legacy. Like, like everyone's gonna remember Jordan with that last shot against Utah. The push off. People act like any anything that happens, anything that happened in between and after. People like you know, people don't remember Jordan and yeah. Wizards. They don't, it don't even count. I'm conducting an investigation though, because I just have to understand why these people hate LeBron so much. That's the thing. These dudes. Yeah. I could understand the hate for Jordan. You know, you know why? Because Jordan destroyed a lot of people's teams. Yeah. Nah, but LeBron, I mean, I mean if you, you couldn't go through the East for the past decade without going through LeBron. That's a fact. Because you remember Most when Jordan retired, how happy Barkley was? Yeah. He's like, it's open now, and you got to feel the same way in the East. But um, I, I think I got it, the, the inverse from you. You said Jordan was the had the better career and LeBron was a better player? Yes. Yes. Opposite. I think I got LeBron being the way having a better career. Well, just the three and six, the three and six yeah, in the finals yeah, is part of your career. Six. Six. How many fights has Jordan been to? Only six. Six. Only six. But he got six. But he got six. LeBron six. been to eight, but he only got three. 
LeBron, LeBron, LeBron been to amazing. nine. Nine. Oh, pardon me. Yeah, he, eight on this run, yeah. and then oh seven. Yeah, yeah but nine <laughs> finals. Come on, dog. No, that's an amazing thing. That's an amazing thing. That's an amazing thing. Before, before we lose all, before we lose all our females. Right, right, right. Shout out to Brown completely. Shout out to Brown. So the first topic is sound mind and body, and to be serious, you know, I'm, you know, if anyone was offended by my joke of the death of LeBron career, you know, I probably shouldn't loop all the, the suicides with that death. It was a funny joke, but not really. But on a more serious thing, you know. Yeah, Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a huge Spade. show called No Reservations. Yeah, and yeah. he traveled and he showed people mm-hmm. how to eat and stuff. And, and he was a very alternative lifestyle yeah. dude, and, you know. And he had success as he got older, which is an inspiration story for people because a lot of us are in our 30s and we's like, you know, am I happy yeah. with my career choices? Yeah. But, you know, we have trainer Leonard Smith in the building and, you know, Part of his training, he also talks about the mind and the psyche. You know what I'm saying? Because that goes hand in hand. And I felt like, you know, with people not paying attention to their mental health, especially people of color, I always say, like, that's something we need to discuss as well. You know what I'm saying? So so the first, the first topic is so sound mind and body, right? We're going to discuss how can we get that on equal footing. You know what I'm saying? So... The first question is, how do we achieve sound mind and body? I'm going to have Leonard Smith, you know, hit us off first. That's a, that's a dope That's a dope start, my brother, because I actually was going to hit you up about that. About that. That's, oh, that's dope. Works. Yeah, yeah, Great yeah. minds, great minds. Yeah, 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 no doubt. Um, and um, damn, I guess I, do I want to go so deep so quick? I guess I'm going to just go jump go right go in. Go I, Take that jump, brother. Yeah, right. Um. I had bouts with suicidal suicidal thoughts pretty much my whole life. Wow, I did not know that. And you know, it's the thing, um, me and Leonard went to school, yeah. and Leonard's always carried himself so confidently, you know? Right, right. So so together and strong. So to hear that, not to say that if you contemplate suicide, that you're weak, but we always think someone who's suicidal is someone yeah. who has problems and stuff like but that. But that's why um, it's important that the dialogue be, be brought up. You guys are going to get to be a sandwich. You get yeah. the sandwich. Yeah. 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 So Amanda doesn't even have to introduce herself. She's a regular. So we're going to have Leonard continue. The first type we're talking about is sound, mind, and body. We're talking about the suicides. Well, we mentioned the suicides of Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade, and we're just talking about mental health as well. And Leonard being, you know, a trainer, we want to talk about having sound, mind, and body. Right, right. So, 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 so um, continue. You know, um, I'm inspired to talk about um, or to start that with a, a meme that I seen floating on the gram and Facebook a couple of months or so ago. It's still around where it says, "Check, be sure to check on your strong, strong friend. people." Right? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and even to tie it with like the LeBron thing, one of the reasons I empathize with LeBron is because he's a strong individual, and I think a lot of a lot a lot of the negative energy that gets brought his way, and this is something that I empathize with um, is um, now as well, now that, you know, God has elevated me to a certain level. I have a lot of responsibilities, a lot of people looking at me. And I remember a couple of years ago, I don't remember if it was before or after he won his first ring. Well, I, I don't remember what the di- the deal was, but he had a bad game or something. And yeah. in the press conference, he had basically told everybody to kiss his ass. He was like, "I'm the, well, I'm the greatest player in the world. 
Y'all still gonna go back to y'all sucky yeah, jobs on Monday. Yeah. And I think that's part of the reason why people dislike him. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. And so with that, right, what it is is <clears throat> when you chasing and it don't even gotta be greatness, you know, because greatness is a relative thing. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of the youth need to hear and, and really embrace now, mm-hmm. you know, because it's very interesting that you have these standout celebrities Talents. taking their own lives. You know yeah. what I'm saying? W- w- where you would think that it's the story of the whole because we all de- think money solves every problem. Yeah. Our definition right. of happiness, which we'll talk about exactly. later on the show, is just like exactly if I had that kind of money, right? Oh, you couldn't tell me anything, right. but. Do you have the kind of problems that right. come with that money? What and, and again, so getting back to the sound mind and body, mm-hmm. it's a it's relative. You know what I mean? I think that especially um, kids, we gotta tune out from you know today is social media, um, but media in general, um, mass media in general, anything that's kind of pumping up any type of stereotypes. Because what what happens is when you not living up to those own stereotypes in your head. Now that's that's where the depression comes. Yeah. And as I said, I've I've battled with depression. You know, I'll be 37 next month, God willing. I, I've been suicidal for 27 of those years. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Straight like that. And, and like like I said, you know, I've known Lenny for a long time, right. and Lenny's always been yeah, strong right. and just like. Outgoing and boisterous, so you would never yeah. think that. But that's another thing people gotta realize. Let me ask you a question. So hold on a second. Being being suicidal is not a one size fit all. It's not a look. It's not a particular status. Right. Is it like uh, when you say like suicide or suicidal? You have suicidal thoughts. Like, is it more a constant thing? Cause I be I'm I'm just saying I don't think I, I like I have suicidal thoughts. But I sometimes be driving yeah. across the bridge and I be like. What if I drive off this bridge? Will I survive? It's not a constant thing. And that's what we got. We all have weird twerks like that, but to be suicidal and depressed about murdering people. And then also, (laughs) 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 I'm not going to act on that. Think about it. (laughs) And I do want to hear more from you, but I I don't. I want to try to get perspectives. You know, the question is, and we're going to get back to you: is how do we achieve sound mind and body, McGregor? Um. What you guys are just talking about, well, what we're talking about um, is huge, about emotional wealth. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, they compare being poor to material things, mm-hmm. uh, finances, but um, mentally wealthy, emotionally healthy, that's a huge thing. Yes. You understand? And, and that's something that I think that we all go through struggles, but we just have to keep on the fight. Mm-hmm. You understand? We have to keep fighting. And, and that's important. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people give up, you know? Um, it's huge. It's huge, brother. And I don't know if you guys realize that, but like even in New York, what they say, one out of five New Yorkers mm-hmm. have some type of mental illness. And that's a large percentage when it's you huge. got a city of nine million people. You know, yeah. that's, <laughs> that almost equates to close to two. Like one and change, 1.2 something of people who have mental illness and a lot of people aren't diagnosed with it. And pardon me. Amanda, what do you feel it takes to achieve sound mind and body? I feel that um, people need to dig within themselves and find out what makes them happy and continuously do what makes them happy. Mm-hmm. I feel like people need to reach out as well. And I had a question for you. Have you ever reached out before out of all of those years? Like, were you scared to reach out? I feel like in the black community, a lot of people are scared to we, come forward. We won't go to help. Like, yeah. I, I have grown black friends, and I didn't mean to hijack your question, but it, it's now I have friends who go to therapy and have a therapist, and they're 
able to talk about it. Yeah. But growing up, you have a therapist. You think that you have a huge issue at home or something like right. that. But, you know, people need someone to talk to. They do. Well, um, and I'm glad you asked me that question because for me, I, I, I was able to have a conclusion to my uh, suicidal thoughts or suicidalness or whatever. And what that was is when I decided that I was going to kill myself. All right. So after 27 years, like I, I, I think I was actually 25 when that happened. And I don't know if you know, but you know, I had a couple of, I had, I always had some weapons on me. You know what I'm saying? And after I, I, I ain't wanna bring that <laughs> yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that's we, we what, that's talking about the new improvement. Right, 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 right. All the demons. You know what I'm saying? So, um. You know, to make a long one a short one, I decided to turn one of my weapons against myself and me being the type of person that I am. Um, you know, like like I said, all, as a youth, I, I dealt, dealt with the thoughts and whatever, if I do this or that. But when I decided I was going to do it, and by the grace of God, some uh, one of my friends had moved um, my, my gun, and then I was detained. So, right? So, after being detained for about a week, I came out of there with a new perspective on life. So, you know, I think that in terms of reaching out, right? So when I was detained, it what I realized for me, and this is this is definitely something I want to get across to the world if I can. Um, what I told myself and, and when the suicidal thoughts went away is that nobody give a fuck about you. That's my perspective, all right? Cause, cause I'm in detention. I'm not supposed yeah. to get out until I do X, Y, and Z. Talk to this person. That I took the cab home and never talked to nobody else. Isn't that more reason why people feel like they can just end it? Yeah. Because nobody. Yeah, cares boy. About that's why it? I was gonna let him finish yeah. that thought. Cause I didn't want people to think. You know, sometimes people are in a dark place, and then you telling you nobody cares about yeah. them. You might confirm to them that you know they're in a dark place, but you know Listen, I want to train Leonard Smith. Yeah. It's my perspective. Yeah. For me. If I feel like you don't give a fuck about me, mm -hmm. I'm gonna bring it to you. Mm -hmm. I ain't going. I'm not going to degradate myself. Like you said, I'm a new and improved Leonard Smith. Yeah. When you seen me before, it was a front. I'm trying to look good. I'm trying to look good. I'm yeah. not good. That's why I'm spending all this money trying to look good. That's yeah. why I'm broke. Yeah. But when you get good, when and for me it was it started with prayer. It started with talking to God. Mm -hmm. All right, why'd you create me? What you want me to do? Take one step, two. Take two steps. All right. I'm rocking. Mm -hmm. Y'all don't care what I'm doing? Cool. After a month, after a year, now I got experience. Now I got credentials. Now I got a spot. The Holy Bible says that your gift will make space for you. Your talent will mm, make space for you. Your gift will make space if for you. If you don't identify that, so again, me with the tough love, nobody give a fuck about you. You know, I work with kids every day. I work with kindergarten through fifth grade, and then I work with ninth grade through twelfth grade every single day. Mm -hmm. And... I convey that tough love every day, but I feel like I get results because it's not fake. It's like when I tell you nobody give a fuck about you, I'm telling you, yo, come, come fuck with me. Yeah. Because I'm going to get it. I'm yeah. going to push whoever out the way. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I think I want to kind of spin what he's saying. Like, you know, there's not going to be a lot of people out there that care about you, but there are always people who will. So find these people. Build relationships with them. will make space for you. If I'm a carpenter, I'm going to join the carpenter's union. Yeah. If I'm a... Biker, I'm gonna go join a biker's game. Yeah. And the thing and, and again with the status quo is like, yo, fuck what, what good is. 
Yeah. Because people take their life because they feel, oh, I'm not good. I'm, I'm yeah. a You got to define drive. your I'm own personal to do goodness. this. You know what I'm saying? I, I actually want to get to Clifford. Like, what do you feel? Because you've been through trials and tribulations and a tough road yourself. So what do you think it takes to achieve sound mind and body? Um, Being patient and also knowing that somebody do care. And then it's also important to reach out to people, you know, because sometimes a conversation can help you, like, you know, not to go in my personal business, but I'm in a LVAD group on Facebook. It's um, people who went through different heart surgeries and, and, and stuff like that. And you'd be surprised. There'd be some people that'd be like, yo, tonight I'm taking myself out. But, you know, sometimes there's certain quotes you put up and let's you know, listen, this is what I'm doing. And I'm bad in the same situation with you. But sometimes just having a conversation with somebody, you can change that person's life. Just because somebody looks good from the outside, don't mean he, he not fucked up inside, you know, and it's a lot of things. Because people think financially, just because you have money doesn't make you happy. Because there's something... You trade things off for money, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes in life, we skip a step, you know what I'm saying? You might be 10 years old, and then you forgot that what, what really triggered you to now you're a grown man, and you, you still can't figure it out. Because you skipped at 10 years old how important it was, damn. Yo, why my dad didn't stay around? Why, why this person? You know what I'm saying? And then you could have everything financially set, but you still messed up as a person. So, me, I always like to reach out to people, talk to people, and have good spirit. I work in the mental field. Me and and um, say we work in the mental field. You know, and every day when I deal with when I deal with the patients or inmates, whatever you want to call them, I talk to them like, you know, I could be in your same situation. I don't judge you what you're here for because. Everybody has a testament. Everybody's going through something. So it's very important to sit down and talk to somebody if you're going through that kind of stage. So, you know, um, to, to move on to the next question, but I, I also want to say something. Like, you know, I feel like to achieve sound mind and body, you got to have a balance. Because too many times we're more focused on one thing than the other. When, when Clifford was going through what he was going through, I kept thinking to myself, how is he going through that? I'm the one who physically hasn't been healthy most of my life or not in shape. And here he goes with a heart situation. You know what I mean? I kind of, I never told anyone, but I felt guilty like, you know, that should be me and not him. You know what I'm saying? And not like he did anything to cause it. It was, you know, something that happened in the body that we couldn't foresee. But I just, to the point where I wasn't even able to communicate with him all the time because I kept feeling guilty like, yo, this this, I, I saw that kind of road for myself. I never saw that road for him, and I felt guilty about it. So um, next question on this topic is, how does lifestyle affect our mindset and our decisions? Well, how I see it is a lot of people, they feel as if the material things that they have or how they portray themselves defines who they are. And that's totally wrong. As we can see, a lot of people who are what society sees as financially successful, socially, you know, acceptable, they're going through their own battles within. Mm -hmm. And what you have to do for me, my own perspective on it is dig deep within yourself. See what makes you happy. I know for me personally, I don't, I don't follow the crowd. I kind of, I just, you know, I'm 36 years old and I found this out recently. I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm an ambivert. I can be with people or I can be by myself. I love both. I don't necessarily fit into any particular crowd and I'm okay with that. And I realize that at this age, and some people, they have to realize that be who you are. You understand? Don't worry so much about what people see of you, what possessions you have, because they can all be gone tomorrow. 
Same exact thing that he said. Um, for the last three years, I've been doing yoga and stuff like that and been finding myself, and I feel like I pretty much did find myself. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy. Be happy on the inside and show on the outside, too. What about you, Lenny? What, how does lifestyle affect our mindset and our decisions? Um, well, I, I think it's I think it's one to one. I think that um, your decisions are a product of your lifestyle. And again, I don't think that you know it's like my clients. I always tell my, my clients when I first um, start training with them. I, t I tell them there's no average. There's only you. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't care what the stats say. Five million people did here. You know I'm concerned with you. So you know whatever lifestyle you live is inevitably going to show through your behavior, through your thoughts, through the situations you find yourself in. I read a book one time that this uh, entitled "The Body Keeps the Score," and um, you know I think it's that simple. So um, what what about you, Mike? How does lifestyle affect our mindset and our decisions? Oh, I mean, I just I keep it simple. Uh, the lifestyle is it's actually gonna influence, you know, how you feel physically. But I mean, by your lifestyle, I mean I try to live every day like it's my last, mm -hmm. and I don't mean going out doing reckless stuff and blowing money or this, that, and the third. I just mean have that intensity it, or that yeah, approach. have that intensity. Like you know, if it's something I want to do that makes me happy, um, I mean sometimes you can't. You know, because it's just, it's not responsible. But mm -hmm. at the same time, I'm going to do the things that put a smile on my face and make me happy and doesn't take away from other avenues of my life. And that's what I think that term YOLO people use a lot. Yeah. It, it doesn't mean go out there and be reckless. It just means enjoy every chances. day because, like you said, tomorrow is not promised. Mm -hmm. And you don't know what you might do that, you know, or not do that you say, damn, I wish I did that. Yeah. So uh, my my last my answer to that, and then I'll move to the last question. Is I feel like you know, our, the lifestyle, me being unprepared a lot or or rushing, affects how I eat, and in turn affects you know mentally how I, how I feel, physically how I feel. I feel like you know, <laughs> if I'm working on being more prepared, meal prepping giving myself time to get to and from places and stuff like that so that I can consciously make the decisions. Some Someone, healthcare person told me, is just like, we make like, I think it was 10,000 or 20,000 decisions a day, something like that. And when you leave yourself like too focused, um, not enough time to focus on your meals, you go to like your your go-tos, what's, what's fast, what's quick, what's cheap and stuff like that instead of like really taking care of your body and feeding your body the fuel that is needed. There's nothing more expensive or valuable to you than your body. But instead of putting that premium gas, we try to find the cheapest gas we can. Gas that we know is watered down and bad, but you know what? We don't take that time. Just think about it. You know, I drive a luxury car. I won't put anything under 93 in my car, no matter what, no matter how expensive it gets. I'm like, that's the course. That's the course I paid for driving the foreign car that I drive. But I'll eat an egg roll because the egg roll's cheap and quick. And that's garbage that I'm, you know what I'm saying? And I know, you know, that's, that's why my mindset, I'm trying to get a better mindset and pre preparation so I can make these better decisions, carry a fruit with me, carry something like that. So the last question on this topic is, what's more important, a sound mind or a sound body? And then we'll have you kick out. A sound mind. The mind makes the body.
mixed body. What, what about you? Sound mind as well. If you're not mentally there, you're going to not feel physically there either. Yeah. So I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that as well. Your mind motivates, moves the body. Mm-hmm. 100%. I think the opposite, right? You think a sound body You know why? I think physically when your body, when you feel good with your body, your mind operates a certain way too. Like, you know, that's why... That's why when working out, you feel good about yourself. Like me, it's very therapeutic for me. Yeah. You know, even even through, I was going through the worst of the worst. I, I seen the tunnel. You know what I'm saying? I seen the tunnel. Some people don't understand that term, but I seen the tunnel. But when I got back to it being healthy and which you call it, I got back to, I started working out two hours a day. I don't think about any of my problems. Okay, when we are when we start yoga, we meditate first, so we have to get our mind right first, and then we get our body right. Yeah, so that's what I, I kind of agree with. But that. that's just how it is in yoga. But that's how they try to set your mind. You have to clear your mind first, and then we work on our body afterwards. I agree with both parts. Okay. You know, it can be both. But I I would say this to y'all: there's certain things that you eat, right, that can influence your thinking or your that's feeling. You know what and I'm saying? So certain stuff that you take into your body then affects your mental state. Yeah, I got a decision to eat that. Let me, let, let me. Let's <laughs> and, and, but let's say, hold on, hold on. Hold on. on. Say something, then I got to end it because okay. this is a what came I first, the chicken know, or the I egg, and you can always have a. Little I want to say something. Go ahead, go ahead. Which call it? We say agree with both, but this is this a prime example, right? I I work a lot of hours. I do a lot of overtime, right? When you're doing a lot of overtime, there's certain foods you can do that's going to give you the energy. When you eat McDonald's and you're trying to do 16 hours back to back to back, oh, that body's going to tell you. You ain't going to make it the next day. But when you eat certain foods and you're getting that energy nourishment, you're able to do that. What about people who fast for a week? That, and their of, mind is clear and mind sharp is, as yeah, heck. Because we have limited time. Yeah, but that's yeah, that's the strong mind. We, we got a limited time. <laughs> we got a lot of episode, uh, a lot of other Stop. questions. So that's definitely, like you said, you know, it's definitely, uh, you know, you can say body, you can say mind. You know, I'll be the last, um, you know, statement on this issue. I feel like your mind allows your body to make certain decisions. It's like, you know, you thinking that you're working out just because it feels good, but your mind told you, yo, Cliff, you, you feel good when you work out. Make working out a priority. Your mind allowed you to make it even muscle memory so that, you know what, Monday you go in and do that workout your and stuff like that. Your mind can push your body to do things it probably wouldn't. Your, exactly. mind, your mind is the driver in that foreign vehicle. Yes, exactly. So the next topic is happy or in love. A lot of times, people in relationships have to make the choice. <laughs> you know, have to make the choice right, between being happy or in love. Or sometimes, because you're in love with a person, you forfeit being happy. You know what I'm saying? There, there's a small percentage of people out here who's watching the show or just living in life who are happy and in love. And you know what? Yeah. That's the goal. Small but percentage. we got to be honest right. and realize, you know, after a certain amount of time in a relationship, one of those two fade. Sometimes you're not really happy anymore, but you're still in love with the person, so you stay. And sometimes, <laughs> and sometimes you're not really in love with the person, but the person makes you laugh, smile, doesn't take care of your needs, so you distract yourself. You distract yourself with being happy, but realizing you're not really in love with that person. Is is there's no there's no secret that some people 
after 25 years, wake up and like, yo, I've been happy, but I'm not really in love with that person. So, obviously, everybody got a lot of experiences, so we're going to jump right into it. So, the first, of course, the, sub, the first sub-question is, are people in relationships because they're happy or because they love that person? What do you think more? I think it's love. But I just, I don't understand how could you be in love with somebody if you're not happy. Oh, that is a large percentage of marriages yeah. and relationships. Like, I can't. Because you love someone because it's love is learned behavior. You love people because you sometimes they supported you. You not be in love with them. You, so, sometimes yeah, you're in love with a person with because yeah. they supported so you. They you're in love with a person for their ways. You're in love with yeah. them and they're unhappy at the same time. I cannot be yeah, when you're in, in love. love, you're happy. Right, exactly. I can't be in love I can love, love you, but I'm not happy with this right. relationship. I, won't, I will you not be saying? in love with you. But if I'm in love with you... That's part of me being in love happy. with you. You make me happy. Right, exactly. I can't, can't have one without okay. the other. What about you? What do you think? I know that being around somebody that you're in love with, for me, it makes me happy. Um, I've been in relationships where, you know, someone has made me happy. Like, they've, they've done a lot of things for me, but I, I wasn't in love with them. For what particular reason? I don't know. It could be anything. Chemistry. Um, <laughs> it's a very deep topic. At the end of the day, you got to go with what makes sense and what feels right. You need a combination of the both. That's my perspective. Yeah. I mean, I've been in situationships and, and, and women that I dealt with in the past that I was in love with them. But it was at such a compromised state, I wasn't happy. So I was in love because we laughed and joked with each other or we did certain things like that. But there was a lot of things I wasn't getting from these relationships. So I wasn't happy. You know what I'm saying? Did you did you answer on this? Um, nah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um love or happiness. I, you know, I, I I'm compelled to share something that I was taught um, by a good friend of mine um, okay. last year, and that's the de- definition of love. Mm-hmm. And he and before he gave it to me, he let me know that in America, in, in the West, we have a very limited um, definition of what love is in opposed to like in the East where it's like if you look up um, in the dictionary it's like 17 different meanings of what love is mm-hmm. and in our conversation we boiled it down to what love is is an elevation of understanding right so with that and in combination with something I got from my brother which is love never dies that makes that deep because I feel like if you if you if at any point you love someone that seed is all it always remains and in terms of whether you understand them at this particular point of your or their life that's you know who knows yeah. but uh, i so, don't know so the next question i have on this topic <laughs> i'm sorry I'm it's sorry. all good it's, it's all, all good. good i'm not used to us having so Listen, many people it's all I, good. I didn't know the, who the people it. hear me answer all the time answer it so no, no, answer answer it so you know are people in relationships more because they're happy or because they're in love or they love that person? You know, at this stage of the game, I think people now in a relationship for stability. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's just because... You can learn to so love So the stability... Uh, what is stability? Is that being in love with a person you or is that being happy? You can learn to love somebody and you can learn to be happy with somebody because this, uh, the fact is... You know that person, what you call it, you're going to make it work. 
right? So both. So the question is very tough to me, right? So a lot of people, right? A lot of people now these days, like, was being married sometimes. What you call it? A lot of situations you learn to say, you know what? I gotta do this. I gotta because I gotta make this person right, 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 happy. Right. I gotta do this because I know that that person loves this. So. The question is very tricky, right? So I think a lot of people in relationship for the stability factor of both. You you said something um, that sparked something to me, and I and I feel like being a married person, like I've been married nine years, I feel like you really gotta know that there's happy seasons and there's love seasons, yes, right? Because yes. there's seasons or reasons that you stay in a relationship because you love the person, you're committed to them, you love things about them. But you're not really happy. So I always tell people, you're going to go through the happy, you know, unhappy seasons where you just switch someone because you love them. <laughs> but you got to really define what's personal happiness. Because when you choose to get happiness completely from your spouse, you allow another yeah, person to, to dictate your happiness on how you're going to function. That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say real quick. Um, a lot of times you hear people in relationships say, oh, he doesn't make me happy no more. She doesn't make me happy no more. If you are not able to be happy by yourself, yes, I was just, I was just never be happy in a relationship. You have to be able to be happy by yourself. Yeah. And once you so, can do so, that, then you can be happy with someone else. Someone recently asked me, you know, okay, you've been with your wife 10 years. I've been married nine years. Like, what's your secret? I'm like, there's no secret. I was like, when I was completely, there was times where I was completely focused on just trying to make her happy. And I was killing myself. But then when I kind of said, like, you know, okay, she could be doing things that bother me, but why am I really unhappy? Am I really unhappy because of her or I'm really unhappy with things going on in my particular life and I'm letting her, her actions distract me, you know? Yeah. So the next question is, what's more important, to be happy or to know that you're loved? Let's start with you and then we'll go. Oh, um, what's more important? Your happiness is most important. And I agree with you. So many people, you know, fool themselves and say, oh, he loves me. So the fact that the person loves you lets you <laughs> Yo, shit on your happiness. You I'm going to tell you something. It may not, well, it does have kind of something to do with this subject matter, but I watched this documentary on Mike Tyson on Netflix yesterday. <laughs> this man, I totally like. I felt what he was saying, but Mike is crazy. So you know he said some crazy shit. Mike got like, some bars. Said, I broke I my back. Women. He was like, <laughs> I love women so much. He was like, he said, when I, I see a woman and, and, and we just connect, and he's like, he said, women, you know, want to love me. And he's like, um, I, I don't have room for them to love me because I love them so much. He said, I have so much love to give. No, that makes sense. Those are the crazy to, dudes who kill themselves. He's like, I don't want them to love me. He's like, no, I don't want you to love me because I have so much love to give. And then he was like, when he's like, when we have an intercourse, he said, I always say no because I want them to know I'm in control. I'm a savage. He was like, whatever they say, I say no. I was like, yo, Mike See, that, is bugging. That hurts his, I didn't rape her. I didn't rape her back in the day. Kind of thing. I definitely heard his argument with that. All right, what about you, Cliff? So the question again is, what's more important, to be happy or to know that you're loved? It's to be happy because once you're happy, you're going to know that person. So once you're happy and, and you make that person happy, eventually that person, if, if it's a good situation, is going to learn to love you. I'm going to throw a little spin on it. I think it's both. I think that to be happy is to be loved, but number one, be loved by yourself. Mm -hmm. I think that's where it starts from. You know, Once you're happy and you're in love with yourself, then 
they're able to radiate that to others. What about you, Amanda? What's more important, to be happy or to know that I you're loved? I think it's both, too. Of course, inner happiness is first. And then to know that you're loved also makes you happy as well. So. What about you, Amanda? I agree. Same thing. Same thing. I To be honest... I want to tell my problem. My problem. You said to love yourself first, right? Yeah. I think I love myself too much, and I don't leave room for others. I think you make you diagnose. I think to be honest, you make diagnose yourself as your best friend. I feel like I feel like sometimes, sometimes you you know, I think you love so hard that you know. You want love to mean something or to follow some kind of definitions. And when it kind of deters, you kind of question it. And I, I think sometimes you may decide for your happiness that you just have to remove love. And then you wind up single. I know Mom's I my do. therapist. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't want to have it. Give me therapy. We've been having these 20 years. Hold on, hold on, you know what I'm saying? 20 plus years. <laughs> No, I was just going to comment the, the open shirt shows that you love yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you got a little sex symbol vibe going on, right? All right, so, so, <laughs> so the, last, the last question on this topic, right? And, and I, I want to selfishly answer the question after I ask it, which is a terrible talk host combination <laughs> to do. But what goes fast in a relationship, happiness or love? And I think happiness goes faster than love. Right, because love, we never question love, right? Sometimes once we had that love in us, we're just like, you know, he loves me. So he cheat, but he still loves me. So I'm not going to question that he loves me. He might beat the shit out of me, but you know what? That's because he loves me. No, this is what, we, this is what people go through. <laughs> happiness, happiness, we just, oh, happiness sometimes is a band-aid, right? So as soon as something changes from the happiness, we're like, oh, I'm not happy anymore. Happiness is fickle. It's very Isn't fickle. Happiness yeah. is vague. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes people are not happy no more because the person, you know, cooks the same thing all over again. That's when the communication needs to start. Chicken again? Yeah. Well, Chris Rock said it. Because our personal happiness we're not, we're not aware of. You know what I'm saying? So we'll start with you, Lenny, and then we'll go to Well, I just wanted to ta um, piggyback off something you said earlier with the seasons of happiness. You know, people got to realize that that's just how things are. You're not going to be happy. 365, no matter what you're doing, you doing yeah, no matter drugs, who you yeah. yeah, unless you want some drugs, but, you know, that's going to last two years before, you know, so. What now? The darn question was, what? love or happiness? <laughs> what goes fast in a relationship, that, happiness yeah, or love? I, I don't think it's even, like I said, I don't believe that love ever dies, you know, so definitely happiness. That's true, because I still love some people that I should hate as far yeah, as women yeah. or people that I dealt with, but. I, I just got the kind of heart like I still want to see you do well. Right, I still right, love right, you. Right, right. I don't love you relationship wise or, yeah. or romantically. You wouldn't want to see nothing bad happen exactly. to that person. I so. still love you as a. a I, would. I, I, <laughs> I still I still love you as a being that God created. That was foul. <laughs> Alright, so this 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 conversation goes one step deeper. This is the last question, the formal topic question, and then I'm gonna have Amanda pull out a question. That she, she told, told me earlier, right? So, this question goes to deeper because the last topic was being happy or in love. Like, what's the trade-off? But this is like one step further. What's, you know, what's our battle between wants versus needs? Because, you know, being happy and being loved might be either a want or a need kind of thing. So, this next question is, do we blur the line on what are needs versus what are our wants? 
Ladies first. So, um, do we blur the line on what what is our wants versus what are our needs? Um, I don't want to go first on this. I don't. I want to go first. We living in the 21st century. It's 2018, and, and we in North America, man. We our needs are minuscule at this point. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? We got food. We got water. So, so it's our wants that drives us. You know, but but with that being said, it's like, okay, well, what are you entitled to? You know, and I think that's why a lot of, at least me, I know I be breaking up. <laughs> like, I, I, I be in serial relationships. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, and, I, and I think what happens is, like me, on my side, I got to keep going up. I got to keep going up. I got to make more money this year than I did last year. I got to exercise more. I got to eat better. And, if, and, and some people just not even on that frequency. They don't even perceive it like that. So mm -hmm. just like you was explaining to your man earlier, you know, that's when, you know, I start to remove love. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. That is sad. You know, it's funny. <laughs> I was talking, black woman, black love, woman right? <laughs> really feel strongly about how sad that is. And I'm not mad at you, but the thing is, I don't know where we meet, because I'm not going to give up my happiness to be... I don't think you should have to give up your happiness, Yeah, though. but then what I got to no pay for your nails every day? I, I got to keep the show I gotta keep the show on the track, right? I got to keep the show on the track. So the question, Amanda, what you answer the question is, do we blur the line on what are our wants versus what are our needs? Do we blur that line? So let me let me let me give a, a, an example of how I feel like a want actually blurs the line for for need, right? And me personally is sex. We technically don't need sex because so, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Right. After, outside of procreation, <laughs> listen, it, listen, listen. You gotta let me finish. Outside of procreation, what is going on here? Outside, let me hold finish on. the question and then let me yeah, hold, on, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. So we we technically don't need the physical acts of sex outside of procreation. We want it, but it does become a need for us to feel validated, for us to feel satisfied, for us to feel... Like, you to see clear. Like in, in a relationship, not, if you're not getting sex, the relationship okay. doesn't feel validated. It's not all validated. Right, so now everybody gets the answer because y'all all attacking me. We just finished talking about mental health. We just finished talking about mental health. I don't know about y'all, but sex... On? Helps your mental right. health. It does. I need sex. No, if you if you don't get yo, I bet you now I don't, I shouldn't make light of some of these situations, but all those people that's going around shooting people up for no good god reason, I bet you they ain't do it after they got some butt. I bet you there was a comedian I forgot his name Andrew Schultz. Nah, you do need like, that release. If if, if if some of these teachers, you know how we keep having a situation where these teachers are messing with the young boys and stuff like that. He's like, if some of those teachers was giving it to, to the, the to the active shooters, we wouldn't have those active shooting. Oh my God. Yeah, that's <laughs> wow. no, to get to get to the series of the question. How, have like we blurred moment. the line on what's between a want and a need? I'm gonna say definitely yes. Um, we live in a society where everybody wants the most expensive car, the most expensive clothes. Um, everyone wants to, to look good. They, they, they wanna travel around the world and, and on these lavish trips. But what it comes down to is, is what do you really need? You understand? 
uh, I know some men that want to be with multiple women. Do you need to be with multiple women? You understand? I know some women who need men to finance them. Do you need a man to finance you? Isn't that relative again, though? Because, like, especially in terms of the finance thing, right? Like, let's say if a, if a woman really feels like that in her heart and then she turns to prostitution. You know what I'm saying? Just on an extreme level. Mm-hmm. And let's just say she... No, no, I'm taking this crazy. But let's just say she has an accident out there on the strip and she gets killed, right? So that's that whole lady's life. Let's say she's 20 years old, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> so in terms of her life, didn't that constitute as a need? Do you, do you follow that? That constitutes bad I choices. Think, I, I think... I, I think but, no. but it's relative. That girl, I mean, yeah. she... God put her here for 20 years in the lane that she was in. You know, not everybody is supposed to be the next vice president of America. Yeah, that's true. And prostitution is the oldest occupation. The the oldest profession in the world, yes. I think both plays a part. Like, you need the wants and need to keep the relationship motivated, right? So if you want something, if you want something, you're going to work hard to get it. If you need something, you're also going to put yourself in a situation to get it too. So I think both of them... Works itself out. Yeah. So um, the next question is, needs take. There's there's a saying that needs take care of our physical body and wants take care of our mental body, our mental, our mental. Do you agree? Um, <coughs> you said needs take care of our physical, and and our wants is what take care of our mental. Well, let's get back to what you was talking about, which was crazy about us not needing to have sex. Unless it's procreation. Will you die? Like said, Will bro. you die if you don't have sex in, in two I years? I may. I may. Oh two years? Two years? If you was in jail. No, you're right. You're right. I won't die. And you wasn't into booty play and I all that. Physically, I won't. You're going to try to find a way to make it. But sex is a masturbation, too. Yeah. So nobody's not releasing for that period of time and still being somebody who can walk on the street safely. There was this, a dangerous. Buddhist monk who was like a hundred and something. And you know what and they do? Said, they stay right there in the area. I mean, area. obviously, I they don't, don't watch him. I didn't watch him, but he said he didn't masturbate or have sex for 60-something years. Even you got the priests. They're not supposed to, but they can't help it because but he, I also they don't be he, in there. He was right. able to tap into a higher consciousness. You mm-hmm. understand? You, you can do that. People so his physical that. body didn't need the sex, but obviously we live in a world where he wants it so bad that it's a need for us. So what is more important? Um, you know, so the question is, do you feel that needs take care of our physical body and it's our wants that take care of our mental? This is the reason why I don't have anything to say about this. this is something I really, really have to think about. I, mm-hmm. I don't, They're intertwined. That's what yeah, I exactly. Say. So it's kind of hard for me to really answer this question. That's why I, I haven't answered okay. it. It is. If the question is too deep, I'll, I'll, I'll move to the last mm-hmm. question. Instead of, no. instead of wasting deep. the time. <laughs> but we'll be dwelling on this because I'm thinking like, I don't know. Like, because because go we got to show this your time and we started a little late. Last question is, which of these do you feel you struggle with more? What do, what you want or versus what you need? That's definitely what I want. Because, again, I'm not st- starving. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got a roof over your head. I can I get want. around. Right. That's what I want. I agree with him. Yeah. 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 And I think I, that drives us all. And I think it's a good thing. You know, you the, the world is it's a big world. It moves off trade and commerce. And, um, you know, 
I can't produce something in the region of the world that I'm in that somebody can produce in Southeast Asia. So, you know, I'm going to do we what trade. I do, let them do what they do, and let's meet in the middle yeah. and, and let the world go around. I feel as if mentally and physically, it's, it's, about, it's about your needs. Mm-hmm. Our wants can come and go. We could change our wants on the drop of a dime, but I need to always that's, stay the same. That's critical what you just said. We change our wants, and then that's why we kind of have struggling with defining happiness if we take it back one, one step, right? Because at first it was just, and women and men suffer. Oh, I just need, I just want someone in my life. So you just wanted a woman to be there, or you just wanted a man to be there, and now you kind of be like, that wasn't enough. Well, I need he got to be six, four, three, six foot three. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes we feel like we need to be in a relationship. We need to be with somebody, right? Mm-hmm. It's usually women that decide that they need. <laughs> Hold on. That's Wait a minute. Yeah. That's shady. That's I petty. I, was, <laughs> I knew I would get her. Hold on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. no. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead, answer. I've we, been we single. Time, so I've been ahead. single for three years, and I'm very happy. I've been so happy. It's the yeah. happiest I've ever been in my life. Mm-hmm. So I don't need a man. But it would be nice. It would be. I guess it would be nice. Now yeah. she's done playing it. I, I guess. <laughs> I guess. So the question is, um, which, which of these do you feel you struggle with more? Your wants or your needs? I think. Like, I think it was my wants, right? Yeah. I think it's my wants because, like, I want to, every year I want to be better at anything I do, you know, mm-hmm. financially, spiritually, just as a person in general. Mm-hmm. Need, you know, you always could get what you need, the certain essentials, like you said, food, something. After different. a certain age. Yeah, at a certain age, like, you know, so your wants keep you motivated and keep you driving. That's what I think. Yeah. But you don't think that your needs is what pushes your wants? Because when I say needs don't change, all right. For example, everyone, we need food, but our taste palate will change. So that, that's mm-hmm. in the category of wants. Yeah, yeah. We, I need some healthy food, but that bad food, I kind of <laughs> want that. You know what I'm saying? And that's the struggle of my life. Right. We need, okay, most people need companionship, whether that comes in a form of being monogamous or not. Okay. Isn't that in the category of wants, mm-hmm. but that's still fueling the need? So I think I think like um, the question is very deep, you know, and it's not it's not a one one answer. It's multiple yeah. answers. So it's one of the situations like you got to base it on who the person you are, what yeah. what keeps you driving. I, Maybe I your sh- needs and wants. Like like I said, I struggle with my wants because you know they change so often. Before I used to want to be a millionaire, now I just want to be debt free, which is two different ball game but the last question we're going to have is the question that you pose so we're going to let you spit it out and then we're going to give Lenny some time to, to talk about what he got going on before we wrap up the show is it okay when you're in a relationship to flirt no it's no. not okay but no. flirting is is it's part of nature harmful. right sometimes sometimes I want you to give the mic to no but Mike. sometimes I used to, <laughs> yeah Sometimes I used to hear my wife talking to the IT guy when she's working from home. I'm like, you keep keying too much, you know what I'm saying? And to me, it sounds flirty, but it's just the nature of the communication we have sometimes. You know, you, you repeat the question again because I want to answer it in a good form. Is it okay to flirt when you're married or in a relationship? I think it's okay because, to a certain extent, as long as it's not too disrespectful, because it builds okay. confidence, right? 
You know, which part? For both parties. For both parties. Yeah, but I don't listen, need you building the no, the not not confidence. Postman's no, confidence. No, so, <laughs> and I'm at work. No, I mean that's just a, to a certain to a certain extent. I think flirting is okay. Flirt, it's a different flirting is all different forms of kind of flirting, right? You know, so it all depends what it is. When you flirt and then you just gazing in a man's eyes and all that, whatever, what you call, you trying to fuck him. That's a different kind of flirting, but. Gazing his eyes, no. Gazing the eyes up. No. Gazing the eyes, you giving him the LL lick your lips kind of shit. So the you you trying to fuck him. But what I'm seeing flirting is like I said about the one word answer. You might have good good general conversation and then you know that's a form of flirting. Good conversation and it keeps going and you're in a, and you're in a healthy relationship. Yo. You should you should keep it to a minimum when you're in a healthy relationship. But that. But that's a, that's that's that's, that's a diff- I said a different form of friend. I think you need it. I think it's healthy for the relationship. Go ahead, Mike. So what, what do you have to say? Cannot do it. I have a choice in the matter because it's natural. You sometimes you don't even know you're doing it. Nah, ain't with it. Ah, that's bullshit. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. You knew you you knew you ain't button your top shirt uh, button up on that shirt before you walked out of here. You know what you're trying to do. I'm playing, right? That's open, open. Just like a woman, if my wife did that, that's a problem. If my girlfriend did that, all right. But wait, it's a problem. Is there is there ever the opportune time that to flirt? Like if she say, hey. My boss is acting crazy, but I know if I flirt with him a little nah. bit, I'm gonna get that raise. Nah, 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 nah. We all prostitute ourselves. All right, if we, uh, <laughs> now she prostitute herself for a raise. Shout out to Open Shirt Poppy. <laughs> o- open That's Shirt Poppy. Next, o- open, open Shirt Poppy. Where Oh, Open Shirt Poppy's dropping so the, Amanda, dropping a- the a- sign. Ask your next question, and then we got. Ask your next question, Amanda, and then we gotta wrap it up and have Lenny. Uh, you said you've been with your wife for 10 years in total, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, yesterday I had a discussion with my homegirl. We were talking about marriage and everything. When did you realize that you were going to marry her? So that's like a year that you had. So it at what point long. in a relationship, it didn't take long. I think that's a good thing, though. I can't. But at what point in a relationship does a person, does a man realize, like, I want to marry her or yeah. I don't want to marry her? You because, want answer and do you continue if you know you're not going to marry this person? Yeah. And, like, I just want to know, dating in your 30s, like, do you feel like you're dating just to date or you're dating to marry? Well, this layers to what you're saying. We got limited time, so I'm going to try to attack. I knew I was going to marry my wife when um, it was after my birthday and the level of preparation and thought that she took into celebrating my birthday. We was was only together four months by then. You knew you were gonna. I knew I was gonna marry her because of the level of how how she made me feel. It was like no other, and I and you know, if you're younger, you may need more of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm an old soul, so I was already ready. Then you asked something else after that. Um, What was the question after that? Uh, Maybe it was the dating in the 30s. Like, are you dating? Dating dating in the 30s, I always tell people like, yo, yo, if you, especially a woman, I'm not gonna be sexist, but you 33. Your biological clock is ticking. Like, you you don't have two, three years to be wasting time with dudes. So a lot of people are like, oh, if you're too aggressive and, and you approach me in a relationship, you're going to scare men off. You're going to scare cowards off. But the man who's like, yo, I need a wife, I want a wife, I agree with he's going to be able to make that decision. Mm-hmm. You, you yes, want me yes, to answer? <laughs> um, I knew. Don't give my back. <laughs> I'm a... I, I, th- I, th- I, th- I think we ruined the, the, whole, the whole segment for Open Shirt Poppy. 
But put those nipples no, away, Mike. Think, no, I think it's important. I think it's important, right? I knew I was gonna marry my wife because she was smart enough to have a close relationship with my mom, who's the foundation. How many months was it when you realized? That? Oh, it took it, it took us seven years to you know <laughs> to still deal with me, but you know it, I knew after four months. it 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 took seven years because I knew. I knew that my foundation is my mom, right? She she held the household together, and I knew she was smart enough to get get a great relationship with my mom. So when I had the conversation with my mom, my mom told me like, "Listen, you've been together for seven years. You need to step up the plate." My mom my mom encouraged me to make adult decisions, and I listened to her because she's the foundation of my family, and it's very important. If she didn't get along with my uh, my mom, she could watch the show right now. There's no way I would have married her. Point blank period. Because if you don't respect my mother, who's the foundation of everything, that means you're not gonna respect me for life. I, oh, I just wanna say something real quick. What, especially going back to what Marv said and when he decided to marry his wife, a man has to be ready to do that. It doesn't. Not to say it doesn't matter who the woman is, but if he's if he's not ready, he could be absolutely head over heels in love with that woman. He has to be ready to say, "I want to be married." And then he'll. It doesn't matter how long y'all been together. If he says, "I want to be married," this is the woman I'm in love with right now. I'm gonna make her my wife. That's it. So when Cliff was ready, he made the decision. Marv was ready a little faster. He made the decision. You gotta be ready. Well, I know for me, um, I'm a divorcee. I, I was married for nine oh, years. Me too. Okay. Um, when I when I married my ex. I was I was young. Uh, we had a child together, and it was the right thing. I never I didn't I, never, I didn't grow up in a two parent household, so I figured you know what, I want to be like you know Bill Huxable. Um, unfortunately, it didn't work out. Um, but now, um, I do have a girlfriend, and she she makes me happy. She makes me very very happy. Um, I'm still <laughs> trying to figure out the next stage. Am I going to marry again? Yes, 100%. It's hard as a divorcee because you like, it's like, I, I did this, it didn't work. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm afraid, mistake? you know what I'm afraid of? Is she going to switch up on me? Because they do switch after they Pe get married. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to say women, I'm, I'm going to say people. People, <laughs> people, people. Y'all can speak to that. That I do change shit. Maybe switches up, Mike. It might be you. What? Mm. Everybody. <laughs> the I do changes shit. I'm just saying that I do changes things so I can understand his hesita hesitation. I have a lot of hesitation too. I did it once. Um, I did it too young. Um, I got married at, what was I, 24, 25? Yeah, same age. Something same like that. Yeah, you know, so it was too young. I got married at 26. <laughs> yeah. You I, know got, when you I got married at 28. And I think That's I was more close. Closer to 30 is probably the, yeah. the right time, you know, because you have to soil your royal oats. Like Prince <laughs> That was open. Sh shout out, shout out to Open Shirt Poppy. Open Shirt Poppy will resonate well after the show. All right, so guys, thank you very much. That was another great episode of the Views from the Friends Soul podcast. Thank you much yeah. for coming through. Want to give Trainer Leonard Smith a shout to like shout out what he got going on. How people could, could follow him before we wrap up. Definitely, definitely. Uh, follow me on Instagram at uh, Trainer Leonard Smith. Um, uh, also, my website is leonardsmithathletics.com. Uh, I'm going to be doing my boot camps uh, starting uh, Sunday mornings, uh, 9 to 10 o'clock at Dittmas Park. 
um, on Cortelli Road. Um, again, LeonardSmithAthletics.com is how you reach me. And I just want to also plug, if you go to his Instagram, he does so many dope videos Thank that, you, that make brother. you, like you watch the workout, he's telling you your form and your structure. Thank you, my brother. So definitely support that. Uh, yeah, I guess, let me use another 30 seconds. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> my, uh, on my website, LeonardSmithAthletics.com, I have an exercise library. So if um, the point of that is going to be uh, a lot better by the end of the summer, but it's fully functional right now. And the point of it is so that um, if you want to design your own workout, you can go right to the exercise library. Um, it's categorized in terms of body parts. So if you do on a back day, you can mm -hmm. go there, choose five back, back exercises and send yourself your That's own dope. program. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. So I just yeah. want to shout that out. Um, I, I, no, I, I'm going to say it quick. I know I'll be talking too long sometimes. No, no. But, you know, I, I think I know we had some laughter in this episode, but I think it was very important we discussed about suicide and mental illness because it, it, it's it's getting out of hand, you know. I mean, today yeah. was a great discussion. We we, played, we did some dialogues about it and stuff. And, you know, it's important, you know, just reach out to your loved ones and friends because you never know what that conversation could do to them. Yeah. You know, everybody, just because they're happy outside don't mean they're happy. So that's why I just want to say, fact. especially reach out to the ones who who are the strong ones because they need it the most. Yeah. Oh no! I just want to give a um, shout out to my youngest daughter. Her birthday was last week. That's why y'all missed me last week. K uh, Kira. Yeah, I gave a shout out. I didn't want to say give her name. Out? I didn't yeah, say her name. Yeah, that's, that's my baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, next Sunday, Father's Day is my youngest little guy, Carmelo. So. Probably won't be here for all this day, but happy no, birthday, fine. my little guy. He's a monster. That's, that's what's up. up. So, yeah, like, you know, I uh, always say, you know, support Linda Smith for what he got going on. Thank support you, Amanda with her, her soy candle business. You got to start plugging yourself you more. You I told her to bring one. And I also want to give a yeah. shout out real quick to, 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 to my young boy, Samad Savage, who was a guest on the show previous. He has a big concert for Declare on June 22nd. No, it's not. It's it's. You know, it's in Mount. It's in Mount Clear, New Jersey. They have they have their own little theater. So come out to the Clear Two concert. Samad Savage is doing this thing. Like I always tell everybody, go out there, chase your legacy and not a liability, because your legacy lasts longer. And we out. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Salute. No doubt.